Welcome to the Bill Spadia Show on demand. Don't forget to subscribe and follow this show so you'll never miss a minute. Bill Spadia is compensated for commercial and nonprofit appearances. 609 on New Jersey 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadia. Welcome back from the weekend. I want to thank Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook for sponsoring New Jersey Chime Time every morning, every hour on the show. Dan, a nice chilly morning this morning. Yes, uh, following up, it was a pretty cold weekend overall. It was cold. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice, though. I mean, I, I, we, had, uh, we had some decent... I, th- I felt like decent weather. It didn't rain on me at as any point as the during sun our. Through, uh, we, yeah. we were in the city Saturday night, and it was yeah. just that bone chilling cold, cold and yeah. wind. Uh, you know, that's what February is made of, right? Yeah, but yesterday was was nice in the morning. It was mm-hmm. it was actually it felt colder in Princeton. We had a breakfast in Phillipsburg. Mm-hmm. It was a little. It felt a little bit warmer there where I expected it would be colder, mm. but yeah, it could have just been the time of the day and the sun uh, that, coming that's, out. That's what yeah. I was going to say. I mean, it was like 20 degrees yesterday morning. That's a, that's a pretty frigid yeah. February morning. So what are we thinking? this? I mean, it feels like, oh, February should be snow around the corner. <laughs> and there's really not. Um, we've got three days of warmth, 50s and 60s. Wow. Today, tomorrow, 60s. and Wednesday. Mm-hmm. 60s. I and, don't know. And the forecast is looking more spring-like. And I yeah. say that not just because of the warm-up, but because I see a lot of bouncing back and forth in the long yeah. range from warm to cold from warm to cold and to me that's a typical march or april weather pattern where you get a little bit of both yeah, seasons yeah. you know a little bit of both flavors um i want to mention the cold front that's coming wednesday night it is going to knock back temperatures again that cold front will have some teeth heavy rain and wind okay. maybe some rumbles of thunder there are no real snow chances on the horizon for the next week to week and a half here. really that brings us dangerously to a, close, right? Yeah, I know that that window is getting very narrow. Yeah, I, I'm not ready to bang the gavel on winter just yet. Got it. I still think there's an opportunity in like that middle third of March to get a, a healthy winter storm. You know, I say it all the time. March is a volatile weather month, but let's talk a week from now. And okay, let's see how things stand because. That window will only get narrower as time goes on. When you say cold front, though, I mean it's going to be fifties and sixties next couple of days. Yeah. So, so what? We're, I mean, cold front. It felt like that was this weekend. It, that cold on Wednesday into Thursday. Uh, almost. Uh, I mean, we're talking possibly mid sixties on Wednesday. So from sixty-five to closer to forty-five on yeah. Thursday. All right. So big uh, and drop. Thursday morning could be in the twenties. I mean, we're okay, we're right still back rain. to freezing again. Uh, there could be a little bit of snow on the backside okay. of this thing, but uh, I, I, it's going to be mainly a rain situation. The, the timing is off. You get the rain, then the cold. It doesn't all happen at the same time. Got it. All right. Thank you, Dan. Mm-hmm. So, Eric, that could be it. Put the snowblower away. We're done. You know what? If you want it to snow again, I will go home <laughs> and put my snowblower away today. <laughs> I was going to say, I think that's a, that's the trick. That is the trick. Yeah, it was a, it was a good weekend. How was your weekend? It was great. Yeah, I we got a lot accomplished around the house. Saw some friends, but got a lot accomplished around the house. Yeah, I uh, we got nothing accomplished around the house except <laughs> I uh, we had eleven events this weekend. Oh, weekend. It was a crazy weekend. This was one of the busiest we've had. It was great though. I mean, I I hit uh, five different counties. It was a great weekend. But I have now discovered three different ways to use smoked eel. Oh yes, 
It was. I'm going to write about it today. It okay. Was, so we we um you know I've got a house full of cheese, and we've been slowly giving the cheese away and eating the cheese. So we're almost done. There were several packs, vacuum packs of smoked eel. Hmm. So I uh, called my son-in-law. I'm like, all right, Charlie the Butcher, help me out here because your mother-in-law wants nothing to do with this smoked eel. I duplicated what they had made at the wedding, and it was fantastic. Wow. So uh, sourdough bread that I toasted, buttered, pickled onions, horseradish, Dijon mustard, and some chopped pickles with smoked Mm. eel. Fantastic. It was it had heat. Did you make it, your own pickled onions? Yes. Well, Jody did. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it was but sugar, red wine vinegar, yeah. I mean it, they they actually they came out great. And they pickle relatively quickly. Oh, you can do them I, yeah, I, like, I, like I, a I half them, hour. Yeah, like they're done. Yeah, and they're done. Yep. <laughs> as know? long as you shave the onions thin. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, anyway, the smoked eel and then so last night I did a, a pasta with it. Uh parsley, capers, onions, and the eel in olive oil and butter. Absolutely fantastic. Huh. I had never had eel until we went to a restaurant in London, and it's one of Charlie's favorites. He's like, no, you're going to love the eel. It is outstanding as a protein, as a fish. Have you had I, it? Yeah, I like the smoked eel. I don't like the eel that comes with, like, sushi. No, gross. Agreed. Um, but I have had smoked eel before. And I like it. I mean, it has almost the same mouthfeel as a uh, uh, smoked salmon. You know, yeah. You get the, you know, or the gravlocks, you know, you just yes. shave it nice and thin. Yep. Um, but it has a much more, I don't think it's fishy. No, it, it wasn't a, fishy. I, I was trying to get Jody to try it. I'm like, it's, it's actually very mild. Yeah. So I, I also did an egg salad oh, with it. I bet you that was good. Delicious. And and more mild than the sardines and eggs that I yeah. that I also yep. do, but I don't eat mayonnaise anymore. So I used Greek yogurt. Oh, brilliant! Fantastic! It was fantastic. Capers, pickles. Look at that! that. I'm hungry. It's six fourteen, and I'm hungry already. Yeah, I had none left over because I made small portions, and I've got one pack of eel left. Hmm. So I got to think about what to do with it. I kind of want to get creative. I'm sure. Well, our listeners might have some ideas, or I'm sure you could just go to the Google and figure out um, what to do with it. That's I what mean, I'm thinking. Um, it's, I, I like it just on a, a very lightly toasted toast point yeah, um, with a little horseradish and um, a piece of soft cheese. Now, see, the whole fish and cheese thing, I was br- raised to believe you cannot mix them, but you can. Yeah, all the time. You I mean, absolutely yeah. can. Yeah, I yep. told you, I do the gar... Well, you had it. Yeah, you tried it. The garfish yep. and the delicious. hot pepper. Yep, absolutely. All right, yep. so let's talk about food this morning. Uh, what is the weirdest thing that you've eaten? And uh, what did you do this weekend? How was it? Was there a small business that you were at? I will write about some of the small businesses that uh, that I hit over the weekend. We had uh, a really fantastic uh, Main Street tour of Oradell in Bergen County. What a great, great downtown that is. Um where was your go-to this weekend, and uh, what's the oddest thing that you've eaten? 1-800-283-101.5 is my number. 616 is the time. Traffic and weather next. Oh. Six twenty-three on New Jersey, 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadia. 
Looking forward to being with you on this Monday. Yep, I hope you had a great weekend. We had a great weekend. Busy weekend. I mean, almost a dozen events this weekend. Five different counties. Uh, it was uh, early mornings, late nights, but fantastic. And uh, one of the highlights is the leftover smoked eel from my daughter's wedding. Jody, not a big fan, uh, but uh, I love it. And I, I'll, I'll tell you, I created three different dishes for this smoked eel. It was awesome. And it could be what I go through for my late night dinners all week. How about you? Weird stuff that you've put together as far as food. We'll go to Johnny in Perth Amboy. Not a fish guy, huh, Johnny? Nah, I'm not a fish guy, man. But I was over here listening to you, and I'm listening how you put it together. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get out a try one day. And I don't even eat fish, but how you said how you smoked it, and I was waiting for y'all to say if it had a fishy taste once you said that. I said, oh, man, really? Yeah, I, I, I got to try that one day. I got to try that one day. Johnny, it was great, and I don't even know where to buy it. I mean, we got it. It was from the – it was left over from the, the caterers at our daughter's wedding, and I, I, I haven't seen it. And I'm now, but now I'm going to start looking for it. So it you had to you had to peel the skin off. The skin it looks kind of gross. I mean it's, but it's like um, uh, I don't know, like any other fish. It was a little flaky. It was outstanding because you you were not overpowered with the fish because of the horseradish, the pickled onions, the the mustard. Mm-hmm. Man, Johnny, it was awesome. It was awesome. I'm gonna try that because the weirdest thing I ever tried. What? Was peanut butter and sloppy Joe together? Oh come on! So if I could try that, <laughs> oh, oh. You, you tried it. Have you had it again? I haven't had it again. It's been over ten years, so I'm gonna get at a try again. Johnny, who put that together? Was that by accident? What was that? I mean, oh it was, god! It was, it was definitely by accident. I was, I was, I was cooking the sloppy Joe, and I was, I couldn't wait, so I had a peanut butter sandwich, and I said, you know what? Let me try both of these together. They, 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 I both How was it? My guy, it was good. It was good. I, I, I am having a hard time wrapping my head around what that must have tasted like, but I'll, I'll trust you. We had a guy, Johnny, that worked at one of our camera guys when I was doing the show Chasing News on Fox, and his thing was horseradish and peanut butter on a Ritz cracker. I got to admit, it wasn't bad. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It's good. Yeah. Try it. All right, man. Have a great rest of your day, Johnny. You Thanks too, for man. calling. Enjoy. I appreciate the time. You got it. Take care. All right, everybody else hang in there. So, question on the table. So, I'm um, smoked eel, horseradish, buttered toast. It's outstanding. Don't knock it till you try it. What's the weirdest food combo that you've put together? 1-800-283-101.5 is my number. 626 is the time. News is next in about four minutes with Eric Scott. 637 on New Jersey, 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadia with you. 10 o'clock this morning, talking Jersey, taking your calls. 1-800-283-101.5. Eric, I shouldn't have started off with the eel talk. I'm, I'm starving now. <laughs> like, that's what I'm thinking about. The egg salad and eel with uh, Greek yogurt. It's amazing how I have su- been able to substitute for the seed oils and, and mayonnaise. I don't think people realize... How much you can, if you leave out stuff like that, there are so many other flavors. 
and foods that you can put in. Yeah, I roasted um, a chicken yesterday. I just did a ah, traditional roasted chicken. Love just, a simple yep. roasted chicken. Yep, I stuffed it with um, some fresh herbs and some lemon, and just put it in the oven and let it let it roast. And I have a lot of the um, breast meat left over because I like the dark meat. Um, and I'm actually thinking about doing a Greek yogurt chicken salad with some dill when I get home today. Oh, that's funny. We've got dill in the fridge. I saw it last night. I love dill. Jody loves dill, too. Like, that. that is... Her go-to is a tzatziki, you know, with the, mm. with the oh, yogurt yes. and the... Absolutely. Right? Like that, yep. the cucumbers. Yep. Uh, what is it? Cucumbers, dill... Yogurt, uh, Greek yogurt, lemon. Yeah. I think. I there's think there's a, some there's lemon some in lemon it. Lemon in there, and um, I usually put a little paprika in there. So you'll do the. So you'll you won't put mayonnaise in the chicken salad. No, if, I will use the Greek yogurt. Yeah, yeah, I it's, it's better for you too. There is a there is a vegan mayonnaise that we have gotten, and it is not a seed oil. I is want it avocado say, oil. It's an avocado oil. Um, and it's the only one that I've gotten. I it might even it might even be made by Hellman's. Um, there are a couple that have you know some of the seed oils because avocado oil is good for you. I mean, yeah. it's it's fine. That's what I primarily cook with now is the is the avocado oil. Well, it, it's high heat. Yep. Right. You can use it for anything. Um, I'm looking. I, I think you're, it's uh, is it chosen. That is that who does one. it? Yeah, that might be the one. Is that the one that has the... Um, it, it says it's... Uh, yeah, it's 100%. So chosen vegan mayo. Yeah, made with uh, avocado oil. Yeah. that's. It's, does uh, it, it taste like mayo, though? It does. It has the consistency of mayo. And it depends on... If you're just putting mayonnaise on a sandwich for the sake of mayonnaise, I don't know that you're going to get the same, you know, that you would expect from a traditional egg mayonnaise. But... If you are mixing it into, uh, like, I, uh, Sandra makes this amazing, like, mayonnaise spread. So it almost turns out to be like an aioli um, yeah. with dill and a bunch of other salt, pepper, spices, things like that that can go on a hoagie or, or a sandwich yeah, or something yeah. like that. That's We use that that mayonnaise for that, for that mix. I, 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 I do miss that. I was putting mayo on everything. I was, I, I mean, I there was a, there's a place, I think it's in Ewing or Lawrence, is it the, the Sevens? Delhi, is it? Um, oh, yeah, right there at the. Is that uh, what it's called? The intersection, right? They, Where, yeah. they mm -hmm. have, they do this Italian hoagie with uh, ham, and so it, it is one of the best. Huh, and it's Italian. generous, but I used to get it with extra mayo. Yep, yep. And so those days are gone. I, we, but I, I haven't had one without the mayo. Of course, I mean the lunch meat's not good for you either, but that is a great cheap food. I, I, I love. I love cold cuts. Yeah, I do too. And we I, don't buy them anymore, though. We don't eat them, and it's and I, I have resisted buying a deli slicer, <laughs> but I think I am actually going <laughs> to get a deli slicer because it would today would be perfect. Like I love a chicken sandwich. Yeah, and I have the chicken breast left over from the chicken last night. If I had a deli slicer, or even if you're doing you know leftover meat, well, roast beef with the deli slicer like that. Oh. Because I do, um, my favorite is to do, I, I repurpose the roast beef yep. as a cheesesteak. I uh, love that. Right? Yeah. And I'll, but I'll chop the meat up. Yep. But if a deli slicer, you could, you could really almost shave it. Yes. Well, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, normally if we're doing leftover meatloaf or meatloaf sandwiches, um, I put it in a frying pan. I fry it and then put it in. I love sandwich. leftover meatloaf. It is my favorite thing. <laughs> I, I, do you do you melt cheese on it? 
I I do. So Sandra is not. She doesn't like the cheese. cheese yeah, yeah. I I abs- I'll do um, sautéed mushrooms and onions, and then put that over the slice of meatloaf, and then melt a piece of provolone cheese over on the top, top of that. Oh, do you put it in really bread good. like as a sandwich or no? You just eat it. On, I will eat it like that because we don't eat a lot of bread anymore. Um, but that's oh, yeah, meatloaf I, sandwich. That I, leftovers are one of my favorites. Like I love to repurpose food. I look forward to. I, well, I, I hadn't even washed the dishes from dinner last night, and I was already looking forward to today's lunch because I knew I had that yeah. chicken left, and I made some mashed cauliflower last night um, instead of potatoes, and it was it was delicious. We had and roasted Brussels sprouts. I mean, it was just a simple, yeah, you know, comfort food dinner last night. But you can find ways to do. You know, a healthy yeah. option. You know, well, that's the thing too, and I also find I notice it when, like, we were out a lot this weekend. It was it, this was a busy, busy weekend, and you know, you start you eat at some of the places, and sometimes people think I'm rude because I I don't eat at these at the events, and I'm like, no, you got to understand, I've got five events. If I you know, if I eat right. at each one, I, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be in the car wanting a nap by three o'clock. Exactly. <laughs> I just right. I can't do it. So I will go hungry. All day. I find I'm more effective hungry. And my first meal will be at the end of the day. Yeah. Which I realize is not great. And then you add a you know a glass of wine or two. And it's it's probably the worst eating habit you can have to do that at 10 o'clock at night after being, after not eating all day. So I'm kind of naturally um, intermittent fasting. Yeah, I would like to go back to... Um the the way that people used to eat, like even in colonial times and things like lunch, was your biggest yeah. meal. Yeah, right. You had a very um, a very simple breakfast. Um, lunch was the main meal of the day, and then at night you had a very simple um, supper. You know yeah, I mean it was it was just it's a healthier way to be because yeah. you'll burn the calories off more. Your, the day, your yeah. metabolism is more balanced. I like a Sunday dinner. Around three o'clock, like between three yes. and four. Yep, that is when we do the traditional Sunday dinner. That's that's usually when we eat, and then, you know, even for Christmas and um, Thanksgiving and things like that, I I want people sitting down at the table at two two thirty. You know, I want to eat yeah. early. Um, yeah, you know, it, it's just otherwise you just feel nasty and bloated. I know, and that's the, the thing with with uh, Charlie and Elizabeth. The the European culture now, especially with young people, way later. Yeah. So they're eating yeah. dinner at nine or ten o'clock at night. Right, they're going out at ten o'clock. Right. Well, it's, and I, I see that. <laughs> I'm too with, old for that now. <laughs> I'm in bed by then. I mean, I, I see that with Alex. I mean, Alex will come over and he will have dinner. Yeah. He's like, you guys eat so early because we're eating five five thirty. You know, sometimes if yeah. Sandra's working from home, we'll eat dinner at four thirty in the afternoon because it yeah. gives time, you know, especially for me to settle before I have to go to bed at nine thirty. You know, now I understand. I, I heard there's a rumor going around that uh, you were may or may not have been called old on the show <laughs> on Friday. Just, just saying that that I think we are both uh, proving that point for both yeah, of us. Four yeah, thirty yeah. dinner, bed by nine. Oh my God, what happened? <laughs> All right, so question for you, um, our buddy uh, Pete at uh, uh, Chickenello's, uh, one of our go-to places, the best grilled meat I think anywhere. Uh, just reminded me, it's uh, Lucky 7 is the name of the deli. So, guys, it's Small Business Monday. What's your go-to deli? Where's the best place to get the bet? Whether you call it a hoagie or a sub or a hero, whatever part of the state you're in, you know what I'm talking about. You want an Italian, and you want it with 
with the shredded lettuce, olive oil, seasoning. Where's your go-to deli for the best lunch sandwich? 1-800-283-101.5 is my number. If you're in the Lawrenceville area, lucky seven. You're not going to go wrong there. Uh, but give me yours. 1-800-283-101.5-646. Traffic and weather next. Arrow. Six fifty-two on New Jersey, one hundred one point five. Good morning. I am Bill Spadia with you till ten o'clock this morning. Talking Jersey, taking your calls. One eight hundred two eight three one hundred one point five. Hey, I want to thank um, my friends at uh, Life Choices Resource Center. This is um, a pregnancy resource center in the Edison Metuchen area. Great. Great folks. They invited uh, Jody and I in, and we uh, I, I spoke at the their annual banquet yesterday at the Pines Manor. And I want to thank everybody at the Pines Manor too. What a, what a what a great location for an event. The staff is fantastic there. Um, but uh, Life Choices Resource Center is a really important organization, and we don't spend enough time understanding some of these groups that are out there where so many volunteers and so many staff members just selflessly give their time and sacrifice to help others. And it's truly about a choice. And and one of the things I spoke about last night was um, to shame some of these politicians out there. Uh, One of the worst of the worst is um, Josh Gottheimer. And the reason I, I say that is that Josh was instrumental in trying to take down these pregnancy resource centers because he is just a shill for the abortion industry. And when you look at the, the, what's going on in New Jersey with you know abortion up to birth, and you see this in New York and California, it's wildly out of the mainstream of what most people find acceptable. But, you know, Gottheimer is a radical leftist and uh, word is that he's going to use his $17 million war chest to win a convincing re-election in 24 and then run for governor in 25. I mean, we'll see. I don't think New Jersey has an appetite for that kind of extreme politics. But one of the problems with a guy like Gottheimer is he did a press conference out in front of one of the resource centers that, uh, that we uh, support and have done a podcast from. And said, we're going to shut these centers down. And and his gripe is that the pregnancy resource centers offer resources for pregnant moms and for babies. Um, you know, they collect diapers and, and, and bottles and formula and things like that. And they, they help so that women have an actual choice. But, you know, Gottheimer looks at an actual choice as something that he terms as propaganda and and it's a shame because there are plenty of women who you know abortion is legal in new jersey and these centers do not stop anyone from exercising their legal choice in this state but they do provide a balance and a choice so i want to thank everybody who's working with a pregnancy resource center across the state and i want to thank my friends at life choices for uh, bringing us in last night it really was a fantastic event and um, we truly appreciate the the hospitality and the folks that were there. Um, it, it's it's just a, it's so important to have an honest conversation. And if you choose uh, to go one way or the other, at least have informed consent and know that if you are 
pregnant, if it was unexpected, if you were truly surprised and you find yourself in a predicament, um, you will find that there are pregnancy resource centers out there. And if, if you are ever in that situation, you can always call the show 1-800-283-101.5. And I will be happy to give you the information about any number of pregnancy resource centers across the state that can give you at least a conversation about there, you know, the, the, the radicals want you to think there's only one choice, right? Suffer in poverty and distress or have an abortion. Well, there's another choice, and that is you could actually bring a baby into the world and, and you'll find the loving care of these incredible folks that work at pregnancy resource centers that can help you get off the ground and get your family started. So uh, know that you do have choices, and, and I am here as a resource for you to introduce you to any number of these, these um, great folks across the state. 1-800-283-101.5. All right, other side of the news, it is Small Business Monday and we started the conversation off early this morning with food. There are plenty of great delis out there that offer the perfect go-to lunch sandwich for your lunch break. Where is your go-to, whether it's a deli or a food truck? Where's yours? We started with Lucky 7 in, I think it's in Ewing and not Lawrenceville. But anyway, they make one of the best Italian subs out there. How about you? Where's your go-to Italian Deli, 1-800-283-101.5. We're building a list, and I'm hungry. 6.57, Eric Scott with your news in about two and a half minutes. Seven oh nine on New Jersey, 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadio with you till 10 o'clock this morning. Talking Jersey, taking your calls, 1-800-283-101.5. So, got to talking about... Um, Small Business Monday and uh, your go-to New Jersey deli. I love a good deli. There are so many good ones out there. Uh, we got started talking about Lucky 7 in Ewing. I thought, all right, it's Small Business Monday. Where is your go-to deli? We'll start with Blaze on the Parkway. What's going on, Blaze? Hey, good morning, Bill. How's it going? I'm doing great this morning. I started the morning off wrong, though. I I was talking about food even before I got on the air, and I've been hungry now for the past hour and a half. I hear you. It's starting to creep up on me, too. Yeah, all right. Where's your go-to deli? Uh, LC Submarines in Red Bank on Mama Street. All right. LC, I've, never, I've never been there. What's what's their special? Um, they just do really good subs. They've been around since 1959. Um, they're known for their uh, number five is the turkey, mayo, and cranberry. They've been doing that for over 50 years, and uh, it's just a real good mom-and-pop, same owner for decades, you know. Do they do any hot oh. subs, or is it all cold subs? Um, It's mostly cold subs. You yeah. know, they do some hot subs, you know, cheesesteak, uh, yeah. you know, but not really. It's not really one of those Italian old-world places. It's just, you know, good old-fashioned New Jersey subs. Yeah, good old-fashioned sandwich shop, right? I mean, that's what you need for lunch. So the turkey mayo cranberry, that's your go-to? Yeah, that's like that. That and the turkey and bacon are good ones, but they do the Italians, all that stuff. You know? Do they, uh, is it, uh, how's the lettuce done? Is it shredded? Is it? Uh, shredded as fine as you can get it. Yeah, I, that, that, that to me is key. I, I used to, um, there was a place in Cherry Hill when I grew up called Develos, and it was a family place. Uh, it's, I don't think it's open anymore, but they, uh, you would, uh, like we would 
build the subs at home and get the like they would they would shave the the Italian imported the the imported ham and you'd bring home a uh, you know a container of the shredded lettuce and put it together. It was just awesome, just a great great memory of a yeah, weekend place. Fine lettuce to hold in all the dressings and the vinegar and all that stuff. You know? Yeah, I love it. All right, you going there today? Uh, I might for dinner actually. Now <laughs> you might need to now, right? All right, Blaze. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. Have a great rest of your day. What a great name, Blaze. That's an awesome name. I wonder if that's his given name. Like, is that on his birth certificate, Blaze? I don't know. Producer Kristen's looking at me now. Like, I, I could be, I could be losing it. But that's a good name, right? I'm, I, I don't know if your that microphone doesn't work out there, does it, Kristen? Wait, she's gonna walk. She's walking in now. What do you think? I mean, you've got you've got two kids now. You went through the naming process. Blaze is actually in the top. I don't know something. Boys' names. Of, no it's, kidding. It's actually a popular name. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. I've never heard of it. Bla- yeah. Except Blaze, who I think he's called before. He has. Yeah, he's yeah. called before. What's well, a biblical name? Yeah, I just yeah. you don't you know I, I he's the only Blaze I know. Yeah, that that's a it's an interesting one, but it's it's getting more popular. Yeah, it's a cool name. It is. It really is. Like yeah. you think it would be a nickname. True. Right. That is true. Yeah, my cousin, uh, they ended up going with the name Evan for their son, but Blaze was on their list. Yeah. yeah. Evan's a good name. It's a yeah. solid name. Evan, yeah. Blaze would be a good middle name. It would. Yeah. I think if you're named Blaze, like, you don't need another name. You just go by Blaze. You're Blaze. Like, I'm Blaze. That's name, it. Like, you're going by Like, Blaze. it wouldn't work with my last name. No. Blaze, it Spade, it would just too hard to say. No, but a lot of people don't think about that anymore. Blaze they Weber. Just, they just name their, well. For, you know, if you, in case nope. you have a. Done. Yep. We're done. We're done at two. Two, two, two and two. done. Is that it? There's not a, there's not a third coming no, along at any time? Not even a thought. It's a good name, though. It is. Right? You could go with Blaze Weber. I like it. You know what? We were, we were if, if, so my daughter, yeah. who's seven months old, her name is Bowie. Uh, if she uh, Another boy, great name. Thank you. We were, we were thinking Dean, if it was a boy, but she's a girl. Dean's a good name. Yeah, yeah right? I like Dean. So Jagger and Dean, you know, but we have Jagger and Bowie. So. Jagger and Bowie, they're two of the best names that I've heard. I love it. Thank I you. love it. All right, I'm, gonna, I'm on this thing now. Because if, you, if you're if you Bowie, you could just be Bowie. You don't need a last name either. Or Jagger. Yeah. Any of those they, names. They, they, they have middle names. Like, I yes. couldn't be one name. Like, Bill. It just it dies right there. You need, you, you got to have, you need something with that. Yeah, but your um, name, your name, you can you have different names. William, Will, there's Billy, oh, there's Bill. funny. There's, so, yeah. apparently, mm-hmm. uh, in the recent text threads... I have been Billy. Turns out it's like a default on your text. If you oh, type it in out. once, it now goes back. So, yeah, it's, it, it, it annoys the hell out of me. Uh, does like, it? Did they call yeah. you Billy when you were a Of kid? course. Yeah. I was Billy. I was Billy until, uh, and every once in a while, somebody throws a Billy in. Yeah. Older relative. Yeah. Well, when you annoy me, I call you William, so. Yes, I like get mom, that too. You know, like, I, oh, I, to- I, I understand <laughs> it. I feel like that could be coming up right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it is 7.15. Cheryl, I'm going to get to you first on the other side of traffic and weather. Um, I want to talk about your go-to deli. Could be Italian deli. You know, old school sandwich shop. Where are you getting your lunch today? 1-800-283-101.5. 7.15. Fast traffic, instant weather. Next. 7.22 on New Jersey, 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadio with you at 10 o'clock this morning. Talking Jersey, taking your calls. 1-800-283-101.5. Talking about small business 
your go-to New Jersey deli. I told uh, Cheryl I'd start with you in Robbinsville. Good morning, Cheryl. Where's your go-to? Um, actually, are you there? I am here. Okay. So, actually, I listened to your podcast, just so you know, on um, 12 o'clock on, I guess it was Thursday. It was very good, by the thank, way. Thank you. Appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, was that was that the episode with uh, Jeff Andrew? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He isn't he a great interview? Like he's yeah. just a just a solid guy that doesn't pull any punches. It was a it was a real conversation, I felt. I felt so as well. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Cheryl. So yep. And um so I hope to attend more of your common sense events. Um, yeah, I, you know, Cheryl, I, I post the schedule and actually I've asked producer Kristen to link to it in um in one of our or both of our posts possibly today on the website, nj1015.com slash billspadia. It's billspadia.com slash events. And, um, you know, when we visit small businesses, when I do events, whether they're fundraisers, a lot of them, I would say most of them, Cheryl, are free. Okay, cool. Yeah, so we'd love to see um, you out there. Yeah. All right, where are you getting lunch today? <laughs> well, I work in Burlington, so I'm not getting lunch. But I just wanted to say that, you know, I am fortunate enough to be very um, well-versed in you know, the Chambersburg area growing up. So a lot of that spilled out into Mercer County. So we are very fortunate to have a lot of, you know, great areas to eat um, around Robbinsville, Hamilton, you know, the surrounding areas, even Chesterfield. Um, so, but I will say the the staple delis that I would plug would be Chiarella's, Porfirio's, and Dolce & Clemente. Oh, wait, Chiarella's. You know what? My buddy Pete at Chicanello's, he texted me that too. Where's Chiarellos? Is that in Hamilton? Hamilton Avenue. Mm-hmm. It's on Hamilton Avenue. What do you get there? Um, well, always for parties growing up. I mean, for my son's birthday parties and stuff, I always used to get the potato salad, the macaroni salad. Um, but, you know, hoagies, I mean, I would get turkey and cheese. I don't really eat. <laughs> You're going to die. I don't really eat meat except for uh, turkey and fish. Cheryl, come on. <laughs> That's all right. That's no, no, all right. No. I, I know from other people that they're, they're Italian, <laughs> yeah. Italian hoagies and even preferios. Like they're, I think it's the roasted pork with the, um, you know, it's a hot. It's a How hot do I spell that? Where is preferios? How do I spell that? Do you know? That is on P-O-R-F-I-R-I-O-S. Um, they're right um, on Route 33 um, in Hamilton. And Preferio's, um, great people, great people. Yeah. Um, I buy a lot of their stuffed shells frozen, their lobster ravioli no frozen. Kidding. But then they, I get tuna oh, salad from there. I love lobster ravioli. Mm. Yeah, they, 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 and they sell it at, um, at the, at, uh, Columbus. They have a, like, you know, in Columbus. No kidding. In on the right. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the farmer's market. Section. Yeah, the farmer's market. Yeah. They have, like, their own section, Preferio's. All right, so, so it's Preferio's. Chiarello's, and what's the other place? She's mentioned three. Well, and Clemente is pretty, I mean, it's very expensive, but it's very good. Uh, you know what? That's funny. We used to we used to order Dolce & Clemente's for our, our crew at Chasing News because we were in Trenton, and the mm-hmm. sandwiches there are absolutely fantastic. It is expensive. Mm-hmm. You know, look, you get what you pay for. I mean, it's it's a higher-end shop, right? It, it is, and the bread there is amazing. The stick bread, we get that all the time for the family. Yeah. And, um... Also, they're like if I just need like a couple meatballs, their meatballs are huge. So like I don't eat meatballs, but my son, if he's home from college, like him yeah. and my my boyfriend, like I'll pick up two meatballs is fine for both of them because they're huge. Like, now, you know what I mean? Sure. Why no meat? Is it a health thing or is it you just don't like uh, the idea? I mean, 
eaten red meat or pork since I was 16. Oh I don't know. God. It's just one of those things. I don't know. It's a taste thing. It's all right. We uh, we will we can we can celebrate our differences. It's okay. Oh no, I don't get mad at people. I <laughs> I do the meat for people in my household. It's it's not that. It's you will deliver the meat. I I love it. That that is that is funny. Look, every you know it depends. Everybody's got different tastes. If you're eating what you well, want, growing up, right? I'll give you a perspective. I'll give you a perspective. Yeah. Ready? Growing up, I used to like go to Florida with my grandparents. We'd stop at those little places with the stick in the thing with the well done. Like I forget what it's called, <laughs> Sizzler or whatever. Yeah, and they had like the well done. Gross. You know, I always had like the well done steak. Yeah. So like, you never really liked it. Like, no, and hot yeah. dogs would be on fire. Like I, I would say, if you're eating well done steak, you are better off eating fish. Exactly. Right? Do not waste a good cut of meat by overcooking it. Cheryl, it was nice yeah, talking to you. My protein. <laughs> look, it's all right. It, look, fish is is very good for you. I love fish. Did yeah. you hear me talking about the smoked eel? No. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna have an article up. It's going to be on the website in about an hour or so. You got to check it out. We'll send the alert out once it goes up if you're if you're on the app. And uh, the smoked eel is one of my on favorite app. things. So anyway, thanks for the compliment about the podcast. I hope to see you out on the trail, Cheryl. Good to talk to you. Thank you. All right, everybody else hang in there. Joanne, Melissa. Uh, Melissa, I, I'll, I'll get to you first because I uh, I do want to continue this conversation about Blaze. I love that name. Uh, but uh, Joanne, Jim, I want to get your go-to delis as well. Everyone else hang in there. 1-800-283-101.5 is my number. 727 is the time. That means news is coming up with Eric Scott in about two and a half minutes. 738 on New Jersey 101.5. I am Bill Spadia. It is Small Business Monday, where we highlight the great small businesses across the Garden State. And today I thought we'd talk about delis, only because, um, Eric, you and I got started right away talking about the eel. And somehow the eel went to chicken and <laughs> and, uh, and and a deli slicer that, <laughs> that I think is on your horizon. Yeah, some woman just emailed me <laughs> saying, I have a deli slicer for you. Reach out. That's Oh, so you, you think you'll buy it used? I mean, it's not Maybe, a bad idea, yeah. right? Well, what's the worst it needs is a blade. Yeah. Actually, I have blade sharpeners in my workshop. That's an interesting thought. Where would you put it, though? Seriously, where are you going to put a deli slice? Like, like Jody and I have talked about this. Not that I would be able to use it because I don't even use oh, the mandolin. Yeah. Right. I mean, it yeah. would be, you know, there'd be, there'd be like a, sta- a safety lock, you know, for me. <laughs> um, but, but where would you keep it? Well, that is the problem, right? I mean, it, it's, I'm hoping that in the next year we can finally get to the kitchen remodel. Um, you know, Holly's a year old now. She's not destructive we kind of want to wait until you know most of the puppy was out of her before we did another major project so once i do that my plan is to take the basement and turn that into a giant pantry because i don't need it for the kids anymore that's interesting so all of the cabinets that are coming so you out leave of the it kitchen, in there put yeah. it on a shelf yeah. and then pull it out that's a great idea walk-in pantry because i have you know my basement now it's kind of l-shaped um, I had it all done out for the for the kids. Yeah. Um, lost the basement during Hurricane Irene. Never really refinished it again because, again, I didn't need the space. Now it's just become a catch-all for, um, you know, all of my catering supplies and things like that are down yeah. there. Yeah. Um, so I want to take the cabinets that are in the kitchen now, move them into the basement, basically create yeah. a, you know, prep area. You know, put a sink. It's a great idea. Down there oh, I love that. I love that. When, uh, when, when... 
Jody was growing up, her her friend's dad, uh, she actually became was her maid of honor, uh, uh, you know, in the wedding party. Mm-hmm. We were very close to her, uh, almost sisters. And uh, her dad had a kitchen in the garage. Oh, how yeah. awesome! And and it was like. Like it was done up. I mean, he yeah. would do so. He was out there cooking. All, I would love to have a second kitchen like that. Yeah, I, I mean, because that's where you cook the fish. Yes. Well, right? most of the fish I cook outdoors. I do the outdoor yeah. kitchen. Like if I'm doing fish stock, which I do maybe once or twice a year. Yeah. I can't, and I have to do it in the spring um, or in the fall because I can't do that inside the house. No, no, I, I can't. I, I can't <laughs> you won't, you won't get that house. smell out yeah. for weeks. Yeah. So. Instead of a deli slicer, I prefer the idea of going to a deli. To a deli. <laughs> How about that? That's, what we started right. with, right? Yeah. That's where, yeah, I, I've, I've come full circle now. All right, uh, Joanne, Jim, hang in there. I want to get your go-to deli, but first I want to check in with Melissa in South Jersey. So your father-in-law's name was Blaze. It was. Good morning. Good morning, Melissa. How you doing? Thanks. Great. I'm doing great. How are you? you? I'm great. Do you, do you agree? It's, it's a great name. Producer Kristen just reminded me what kind of a bad Catholic I am. I'm, I forgot, like, uh, St. Blaze and the blessing of the throat, right? Right, yep. But but Blaze in the Bible, on, on when it comes to St. Blaze, is B-L-A-I-S-E. And Blaze in the King James Version of the Bible is B-L-A-Z. But I've only seen it spelled as a name, B-L-A-Z-E, like fire. Right, we, we're, we spell it B-L-A-Z. A-S-E. That's how we... B-L-A-S-E. Oh, I like that. Yes. Yes. Now, did he have a personality to match his name? He was a great guy. Yeah. Wonderful man. Um, so, uh, unfortunately, he had passed the year before our daughter was born. So that's... Oh, I'm sorry um, to hear that. A co-worker had um, suggested, why don't you use his name as her middle name? So, we have Maria Blease. I love that. Melissa, the, oh, I got chills. That That is such a, what a nice tribute. What a nice honor. And you spell it that way, B-L-A-S-E. Yes. Yeah, it's a nice name. Maria Blaze. I had a call. When I heard that, I thought, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad you called. That is, a, what a nice tribute to uh, to your father-in-law. Wow. You know, it's it's nice when uh, when someone can carry on, when there's a true legacy. It's awesome. Exactly. Melissa, thanks for calling. Have a great rest of your day. You take care. All right, uh, Joanne, Jim, I'll go to you guys in order on the other side. Uh, yes, I need a good deli in Kenilworth and, and Madison, as a matter of fact. All right, right now, though, 743, fast traffic, instant weather, next. Oh. Seven fifty one on New Jersey, one hundred one point five. Good morning. I am Bill Spadia with you till ten o'clock this morning. Talking Jersey, taking your calls. One 1015 So let's uh, pick up on this. Uh, your go to deli, man. I, everybody has a go to. I'm just looking uh, on our app. We just got. Uh, let's see. Bob and Tom's River said Lenny's, uh, which is. Um, Right by uh, Rivs, Tom's River. So Lenny's Deli. And then uh, Tom in Bridgewater said K&S Deli. The Turkey Double Swiss Sub. Hmm. I love a good deli. Let's go to Joanne in Flemington. You've got one in Kenilworth, Joanne. Good morning, Bill. How are you? I'm doing great today. I, You know, I love Monday. Right? I'm sorry. I'm a bit, bit shot out of a cannon this morning. Ready to go. Ready to go. Great week ahead. Great week ahead, great weekend past. 
So being originally from Union County and Elizabeth, we had one on every corner. But then when we moved, I found this great one in Kenilworth on the boulevard. It's Massimo's. And you can get your best salamis, mortadella, anything you want. It's still good even after all these years. And then there's Chat and Griddle on the boulevard. And they have the best uh, sandwiches. And uh, my daughter went to school with him. His name is Frank. So we can give them a little. So wait, Frank is at Massimo's? No, Frank is at Chat and Griddle. Chat Chat and Griddle. C-H-A-T. Chat and Griddle. And, And where is that? That's on the boulevard, also in Kenilworth. All right, and it's Frank. All right, we're going to add him to the list. Tell me, you know, uh, my assistant Sharon texted me. She's like, Massimo's is absolutely one of the best. It's one of the best. Yeah. I'm not even kidding. I, I, I live in Flemington now, and I still go down there. Do you? I love it. But what's Chat and Griddle? I like that name. Yeah, I know. Me too. And the food. Is, my kids went to school with them, so it's a great place. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna add them to the list then. Uh, yeah, it's, it, it's listed as a brunch restaurant. So what do they do? Just uh, yeah, they're they're open uh, six to three. Ah, I love that. Yes, yes, but it's worth the trip. Oh, yes. I want to go. And Frank is the owner. Yes, and he's a friend of yours. It's a friend of my daughter's, Frank Rizzo, R O Z Z O. All right, we're going to reach out to him, um, Joanne. I would love to do a uh, a walk through there. You know, we're we're doing we're starting up something called Main Street Saturdays, and oh every Saturday we're going to spend a couple hours on a Main Street somewhere. So we're going to put Kenilworth on the list and start talking to these owners. I, I you know, we want to highlight their businesses and bring them in more business and make sure they understand that help is on the way. All right, and I want to tell you, being you're on the boulevard, my daughter owns a hair salon on the boulevard. Oh, so do me a favor, Joanne. Can I put you on hold? Producer Kristen will get your contact info. We'll connect you with Sharon, and uh, we'll we'll organize something in Kenilworth for, um, I don't know, within a couple of weeks. Next Saturday, we've got open. And I have your sign outside my home, and I love it. Thank you, Joanne. Appreciate that. All right. All right. Thank you. Look, good. better times are ahead, Joanne, so oh, keep the I'm faith. Looking- I am, believe me. Thank you so much, Phil. You got it, Joy. And we're going to put you on a brief hold, and uh, we'll go and we'll tour your daughter's hair salon. We'll hit, uh, I don't know, I'm looking at just some of the food, the, the breakfast sandwiches at this chat and griddle. Wow. Man, Frank knows what he's doing. All right, uh, Matt, Jim, I'll be right back. 7.55, Eric Scott with your news in just three minutes. Eight oh nine on New Jersey one hundred one point five. Good morning. I am Bill Spadia with you till ten o'clock this morning. Talking Jersey, taking your calls one 1015 All right, let's uh, jump right back into it. We're talking about your go-to deli. Everybody talks about the Garden State as the diner state. I think we're way better known locally for our delis. Like I don't have a go-to diner, but man, there are tons of go-to delis. Like Lucky Seven in Ewing, uh, Dolce and Clemente's in Hamilton, Chiarello's also in Hamilton. Uh, you know, we've heard we've heard a lot of them, and, and now I got a new one. I got to try. I got to try Elsie's uh, Submarines in Red Bank. Thanks to uh, caller Blaze, great name, top name of the morning. Let's go to Jim in Madison. Jim, hey Bill, where's your go to? Yeah, the go-to is the Green Village Deli in Green Village. Green Village Deli. All right, tell me about it. 
my friend Marco owns it. He's owned it for a while. And um, the probably the number one thing he sells in there that everybody gets is the chicken chop salad. Um, it's just wonderful. And it's healthy and it's great. But How's it done? Is it, is it dark meat? Is it it's breast meat? How, tell me about no, it. It's grilled, it's grilled chicken. Love it. And it's lettuce with, I think, a mixture of like this coleslaw in there. He's got this special dressing, which he won't tell me how he makes it. Um, <laughs> and you always want to get an extra dressing in there. Anytime we go in, my wife's like Chinese chicken chop salad, chicken chop salad. And, uh, <laughs> I love it. Wonderful. But bring our, guy, our boys in there. They get sub sandwiches. The breakfast sandwiches are just stacked. If you get a Taylor ham, egg, and cheese, it's just loaded. I, I love that, right? Like, And uh, I, I just love it. So where, where is it located? It's, it's right near, uh, that's right in Chatham, right? It's right on the other side of Chatham. Yeah. And um, it's right, it's on Green Village Road, right by the Green Village Fire Department. And, and there's a farm there, right? Yep. Yep. Right. I, know, I know where it is. Yeah. 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 I, I, uh, we did, we did something out there recently. Um, I would love to, uh, I'd love to talk to your friend and uh, see if he wants to be added to our Main Street tour that we're doing. Sure. Yeah. All right. Marco's his name, right? Can I, can I put you on hold, Jim? And, uh, yeah. Yeah, let let us know. I do, we, I do if, have a I, I, I do have a Blaze story for you, real. Fast. Tell me, yeah, yeah, good. So, um, one of the greatest female basketball players of all time was Carol Blazkowski. She uh, played for Montclair State University in like the late seventies, I think. And um, I'm doing the clock at a basketball game, and the refs come up before the game to check the book and everything. Yeah, lady comes up, walks away, and one of the trainers says, "You know who that is?" I'm like, "No." He goes, "That's Carol Blazkowski." I'm like, are you kidding me? Because that's like the Michael Jordan of women's <laughs> basketball. And if you look her story up, it's incredible. So I went up to her at halftime, shook her hand and said, you know, she greeted her. And I said, listen, I have a daughter that plays basketball. And I nicknamed her Blaze. And she goes, wow, I hope she can shoot. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> ah, I love it. I love it. Um, yeah. So Carol Blake. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I just looked her up into the hall of fame she is in the hall of fame class of 1978 yeah man you're going back that's cool so that's your daughter's nickname that's awesome that, that, yeah. that, that's awesome jim thanks man i'm gonna put you on a quick hold and uh and let's see if we can uh connect with marco and and add you guys to the tour okay all right man great. thank you jim appreciate you all right uh, everybody else have time yeah sure let's go to matt in tom's river you got a place in cranford huh Morning, Bill. How you doing today? I'm doing great today. I'm hungry, yeah. though. Um, yeah, you, well, you and Eric always make me hungry when you bring up food, so. I'm sorry. That's I can't complaint. help it. That's the only complaint that I have, so. But Mr. J's in Delhi uh, in Cranford, I've always gone there for years. Uh, always great food. It's always open early for the early birds uh, catching a train, or if you're a blue-collar worker, that's, you know, starting 6 a.m., but the one thing I always get is the the sloppy joes. Oh, tell me about that. Nobody's talked about it. we. Well, no, we had a caller earlier mention sloppy joes that he put peanut yeah. butter on it. Did you hear that guy? Uh, no. That that just it, how you can put, uh, it's no. gross. It hurt no. me. It hurt me to even hear that. So, but no. but but he's going to try the the uh, the eel that I talked about. So I'll give him credit for being an adventurous eater. Uh, all right. So tell me about the sloppy joe. I love a good sloppy joe. It's there's three different versions. You can either get roast beef, turkey, or ham, but it's Swiss uh, coleslaw, ranch dressing, all stacked up on rye bread. Swiss but, coleslaw and ranch. 
yeah, with the sloppy Joe be- meat. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, well, by the time you're done, it, it's it's more on you than it is. Uh, I was gonna say, <laughs> you are not doing that for your lunch break and then going back to the to the job, no, right? Especially in an office situation. Yeah, I love it. How much is it? Like, what does he charge for that? Uh, it's been a while since I've gotten it, but I imagine it's reasonably priced. Yeah. All right, we're going to add him to the list. Mr. Jays in Cranford. Thank you, Matt. Appreciate you. Thank you. You bet. Take care. Anthony, Kevin, Meg, Frank, I'm coming right back. Your go-to deli in the Garden State. I think we are way more the deli state than the Garden State and way more the deli state than the diner state. Do you agree? 1-800-283-101.5. I'll get to everybody on the other side of traffic and weather. Coming up next, 815. Bro. Eight twenty one on New Jersey one hundred one point five. Good morning, I am Bill Spadia with you at ten o'clock this morning. Talking Jersey, taking your calls one 1015 So stay tuned. I'm going to add something to our schedule, um, and uh, my team is finding out about it now because I'm doing this live on the air. Uh, we're going to add a um, small business Saturday, Main Street Saturday is what I think I'm going to call it. I really ought to do small business Saturday and Main Street Monday. Just because of the uh, the way it sounds, but it's not going to work with our schedule. So we 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 really uh, my my good friend Mike Gardner um, set us up with a, a tour on Saturday in Oradell, and I have to tell you, I mean, it was what a what a fantastic experience with the different business stops, seeing everyone. I, I mean, it was just just a great great day. And you get to know people in a very different way, right? Like you, you get to really understand how small businesses are impacted by the decisions that are made in government. And, you know, like we stopped at a place called Jay's Pharmacy. And I met uh, uh, Greg Negrini, who is the, uh, the pharmacist and the owner. What a good guy. Like what a good guy. And Jay's Pharmacy is a staple of the Oradell community. But he needs help. We also uh, stopped by Lab Burger and Calabria's Pizza, two fantastic businesses. And uh, Riverdale Florist was last on the list uh, for that quick small business tour. But, you know, so, so now all of them, we, we tweet out the pictures, we share it on social media. And, and it, it highlights how important small businesses and local shops are to our community. And I can promise you this. If I am ever in a position to push for policy, to enact policy, we will keep our small business community top of mind and prioritize them first. We got to stop catering to the big guys who are coming in and swallowing up our main streets. We've got to protect main street. We got to get the criminals off the street. and We got to get the customers flowing again. That's my promise to you, and we're going to do it. You, you know, a couple of policy tweaks, and you could actually get this small business economy to that to the next level. It's all doable. We just don't have the political will to get it done because too many politicians are reliant on, you know, big corporate money, big donors. We got to start locally. What I value is the fact that our average donations to our PAC $11.14. That's because real people are giving money. And we're blowing the lid off our fundraising. I mean, we're 80, 90,000, 
or more a month, averaging last quarter 100000 plus a month, all at $11 a clip. That's how you start building a movement of real people. All right, back to your go-to deli in the Garden State. We'll start with Anthony in Hoboken. Where are we going in Hoboken, my friend? How you doing, Jim? Uh, Jim, Bill, I don't know. I'm feeling, uh, feeling pretty good this morning. Good, good. Two, pl- two spots in Hoboken. There's Fury's Deli. Yeah. On Adam Street. What do you get there? Specialized. Uh, I always get on Tuesday, they have the roast beef. The uh, brick oven bread is soaked in gravy with fresh mozzarella. I love it. I love. How's the gravy? Oh, I love gravy. Fantastic, fantastic. Soak it in. And then there's the, uh, it's not a deli, but it's a good stop. There's the Antique at 112 Willow. And their burgers, sliders and stuff, unbelievable. They're part of the Antique Bar and Bakery on the same block. And it's a restaurant. They have in there a 110-year-old coal-fired brick oven. And they do a lot of cooking out of that oven. And the food is incredible. I love it. I love it. I love the brick oven stuff. Ah, gets that high temperature. It's perfect on the bread. I love it. All yeah. right, Anthony, I'm in. Fiori's, we got it. Thank you, friend. We got to get to the Hoboken, Bill. You know, we've we've spent some time in Hoboken, and we will be spending a lot more time. Uh, you know, it, it's it's Hudson County is a very important stop, and a lot of people ignore it because they think it's. You know, that, that your your common sense ideas can't get traction. Yes, they can. There are plenty of folks in Hoboken who want to hear the message. And we will certainly be doing some Main Street stuff uh, in uh, in Hoboken for certain. We'll let you know, Anthony. You Have a good it. one. Thanks, Bill. All right, man. Take care. All right. Uh, everybody else, Kevin, Katina, Meg, Frank, I will try to go in order on the other side of the news with Eric Scott coming up in just about three minutes. Day 39 on New Jersey 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadia. Let's jump right back into it. Your go-to deli in the Garden State. We'll start with Katrina in Three Bridges. Good morning, Katrina. Good morning. I would love to mention Jersey Joe's um, in Port Monmouth. Now, they're not open all year round. They're seasonal. So they're open from, like, the end of May to, like, the beginning of the Alan, have a great day. weather is. I'm looking at it. I just pulled it up. Katrina, I love the look of this place. Is this the one, the old, like, a, it's an old brick building? Yes. Um, it's across from the Spy House Museum, and they have the best Jimmy Buff Italian hot dogs. The um, owner, um, they're Frankie and Nancy. I love it. And he got the recipe from his father, who brought it. Like, I Oh, I'm looking at it. With the onions and the peppers. Oh, and oh. the bread. The round bread. It's the best. I love it. I, the, on the pier. Yeah. Oh. You know, I, I love it's just so old school looking. It's just an old brick building. I mean, it looks like a 50s style building. And how long have they been there? I bet they've been there a while. Oh, my gosh. Well, it's a family building. So there's a house. They live in the house. And the front part <laughs> is the deli. And his mother, Ruthie, his mother, Ruthie, was amazing. You know, God rest her soul. She was one of my, my best friends. And, uh. I, every time I live like an hour from there, but every time I go down there to go fishing, I always get myself an Italian hot dog. Always, I, I love it. And who's the owner? Is it is it Joe? No, um, that was his dad. It's Frankie and Nancy. Frankie and Nancy, her husband and wife. 
All right. You know what? We're going to reach out to them because I'd love to highlight them when they open. What if they open? Uh, it doesn't say on here. doesn't say on the Google. Normally it's around Memorial Day. Normally, like, around a Memorial Day for the season. Yeah. All right. I love it. I love it. We're going to put it on the list. Thank you, Katrina. Appreciate the oh, tip. Thank you. They're good people. They'll appreciate you guys. Thank I love you it. Very much. Thanks, Katrina. You take care. All right. Let's go to Kevin in South Brunswick. How you doing, Bill? Great, Kevin. Uh, Joe's, Joe's Italian Deli on Route 27 between Franklin Park and South Brunswick, right outside of Princeton. They got all. He, he's been there. He's been there for 20, but he was down the, the next building. He's been doing this over there about 28 years. Kevin, you're getting a big thumbs up from producer Kristen. She's like, "Yep, Joe's Italian oh, yeah, Deli." Do the best. Uh, what do you get there? From Staten Island, huh? What do you get there? Usually, just I like conventional turkey sub or roast beef. Or they got subs called the Brooklyn. The, the uh, they got all kind of names from New York. You know, you know, they I got love all it. Kind of specialty subs. The Italian hot dogs. All right, we're stuff. we are adding that to. I love the Italian hot dogs. There was a little place right by. Um, the hell was it? I forget what it was called. And they did such a good job. They had the, the onions, the pepper, and the little potatoes, the fried potatoes on it. Yeah, oh. that's what he does. It's it's great. And, uh, Bill, yeah. I call you quite often, so I'm getting a little following around Middlesex, and all my friends call me, so I just want to give them a shout-out. Go ahead. They have a safe drive to work, my special friends. You know, <laughs> you know, it's great. Everybody will be calling me today. Oh, I heard John and Bill's <laughs> that, that, that place is really good. See? During the pandemic, he had to close the restaurant part down, and it, it kind of did him better because now he's completely takeout, and it's it's crazy. The place is so busy. All right. He, hey, look. John and Vinny. John and Vinny at Joe's Italian Deli. We got it, Kevin. Joe, Joe Vinny, and John. They're, they're a father and two sons. Joe, uh, Vinny, Anthony, and John. Are you friends with them, Kevin, or you just know them from the hot dogs? Yeah, no, I'm friends. They're, they're good, good people. All right, listen, Kevin, you're getting huge props here from producer Kristen. I used to go there well, as well, a kid. I meet you guys there for lunch sometime. All right. Well, you used to go as a kid. They've been around to, that long. As a kid, my grandparents used to take us. They used to get their cold cuts for the week. Yeah. And they used to give us a free little cookie. Oh, come on. Adorable. The catering is, the catering is outrageous. Kevin, we're going to meet you there for lunch. Definitely. This is my number. All right, Kevin. I love it. <laughs> Listen, I will I will honestly get them on our list for a, a stop by. You know, we do the Main Street Saturday tours, and uh, I'm going to reach out to them. We'll get them on our list, and I'll let you know when I'm going to be there. Good? You got it. Thank you All right, my much. friend. Take you take care. Bye. All right. What do you think? I mean, that sounds great. That's Yeah. What do you get there? What Do you, do you go now? So I, we, we, any, yeah. any kind of cold-cut sandwich is great there. When I was pregnant this last time, yeah. right? When you're pregnant, you can't have cold cuts, right? And of course, it's something you crave. Of course, and that's all Whatever I wanted. You can't that, have. Was, that was my first <laughs> meal. That's what I wanted. I that wanted, was it. I wanted a cold cut sandwich after I gave birth. So, my dad was like, "I'll get it for you, no problem." He went to Joe's, yeah, and told Joe, "Hey, Kristen had a baby. You know what? Yeah. On the house, nice. And they gave me the sandwich on. Way the to house. go, Joe. Yeah, it's a great place. Way to go, Joe and Frank. I, I right? love it. That's fantastic. What was it? Was it an Italian? Yeah, you know the mozzarella and all the. Oh, I love all that it. Stuff. I, I just, yeah. I love it. It's, it's, it's and it's okay that it's bad for you. Just it, eat it. Absolutely, it's, it's fine. <laughs> it's like every you're gonna you're gonna have one, those meals, and you know what? It's hearty. It's filling. Oh, I love a good Italian sub. Uh oh. Now I'm thinking about it, Kathy. You know what? Where do you I, go? I love that they gave you a cookie 
when you were little yeah. and you remembered it. Yes. And now you go back as an adult. All the time. All the time. We had our uh, rehearsal dinner there right before, no right before our wedding. Yeah. How have I not been to Joe's Italian it's Deli? It's amazing. It's in a strip mall right on 27. All right. I, I got to go. I got to go. And you know the guys. I know Let's the guys. Let's connect them. Yeah, I want to absolutely. add them to our tour. Oh, absolutely. All right. Now all I'm thinking about is an Italian sub. Don't get mad, my South Jersey uh, friends and relatives. It's I haven't called it a hoagie in a long time. All right, uh, Meg, I'm going to go to you first on the other side of traffic and weather next, 845. It's 852 on New Jersey, 101.5. I am Bill Spadia. So uh, part of the problem is that I have a computer here by the microphone. So I'm on Joe's Italian Deli website. I think I'm looking at these tater tots that are a side for the cheesesteak, which looks perfect. I'm just, I, I don't I, I don't know what to do. I think I need to go to Joe's sooner rather than later. Um, wow, this cheesesteak looks perfect. I knew it would go down. It, it, would, it would get to this point. I knew it. And I've never included Joe's on our cheesesteak list because I haven't tried it yet. So that's going to be the priority. I'm going to try a Joe's Italian Deli cheesesteak, and then I will report back. Let's go to Meg in Cranford. Where's your go-to deli, Meg? Hi, good morning, Bill. How are you? I'm doing great, Meg. Thanks for asking. How about you? Doing great. I'm good. so happy to finally speak to you. I wake up with you every morning. Th- thank you. Um, I am happy to provide that wake-up call. I called in to recommend Gourmet Deli in Cranford. Okay. I grew up in Bayonne where there was a deli on every corner, mom-and-pop shop, so I love deli food. And when I moved to Cranford, I had to find a place that equaled Bayonne. And let me tell you, Gourmet Deli and Dominic that runs it, fabulous people, wonderful food, and um, just, you know, great community, great to have them in the community. You know, I love that you say Bayonne. My, my assistant Sharon's from Bayonne. And it's funny, almost every event we do, somebody's from Bayonne. I, I feel like everybody at some point, like that, that's like the, the center of the Jersey universe. That, that Bayonne just exploded and, and people populated the rest of the state. Um, and, and Bayonne's a great, great town. But so Cranford, so it's the Gourmet Deli. Hold on, I'm looking it up. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Oh, they have uh, local delivery as well. Nice. Well, they do, they do catering. And if you're having a communion, a birthday party, anniversary, their trays are out of this world. And my personal favorite is his angel hair pasta which I have tried to duplicate and my friends have tried to duplicate. <laughs> he has some secret ingredient in there. We don't know what it is. And oh, what are the, what are they what, what does he do? He does it as a like as a side or that's the on the catering menu. It's on well he it's a side. You can get it with your sandwiches. Yeah. You know, if you go in for uh, you can get a small side or you buy What's the sauce and- like? Is it does it air on the, it's, oh. it's more salty, more sweet? It's it's a salty, vinegary, but like has some sweet in it. I mean, it's delicious. It, I sometimes I'll go there and just get a pound of that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, Meg. Thank you. We're adding the gourmet deli in Cranford to our list for sure. Appreciate you, Meg. Have a good day. Yeah, you too. You take care. Yeah, I I don't know about you. I I think New Jersey is far more a deli state than a diner state. I'm not knocking the diners. We just had a delicious breakfast delivery from Ewing Diner. Thank you uh, to my friend Peter and his whole family and staff. The uh, the sausage sandwiches, the sausage, egg, and cheese in the morning. Absolutely fantastic. Um, and uh, we appreciate the hard work. And it, it's just, I, I think that 
you know, some of our diners, like you, you get lost in the menu. Have you ever gone to like some of these diners? I don't understand how you can go from uh, breakfast sandwiches to fried flounder to baked scrod on one menu. It's impressive. I don't know how they do it, but I think the deli is more of a Jersey thing. Like when I think of Jersey, I mean, I think of Italian subs. Don't you? What do you think? What is the food that defines us? Some people say bagels, but I, I think that's way more, I don't know. I think it's New York. I, I would say Jersey is the Italian deli and, uh, and pizza. Because those are two things that everybody knows where you're going to get your best deli sandwich and your best pizza. Where's yours? We're building a list. 1-800-283-101.5 is my number. Harry, I'll get to you first on the other side of the news with Eric Scott in just about four minutes. on New Jersey 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadia with you till 10 o'clock this morning. Talking Jersey, taking your calls. 1-800-283-101.5. Talking about your go-to deli. Joe, Carlo, Danny, Bud, Harry, hang in there. I'm going to get right back to that. But first, Eric, I know I said I want to talk about it tomorrow, but uh, just quick thoughts on the um, (laughs) raucous behavior of New Jersey Democrat convention voters. Uh, Andy Kim, out of nowhere... With virtually no name ID really outside of his district, right. and uh, here's the what is he a two term congressman? He's yeah. won twice now, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, he he won Burlington, which was expected. That's his home county, right? Um, and he won it handily, but he also beat Tammy Murphy in her home county of Monmouth, and not by a little, but by a lot. Now, you know, she's got some critical endorsements in Bergen, Hudson, Essex, Middlesex, um, but I think this is. An example of the Murphy arrogance, Phil and Tammy, and his political machine of simply saying, okay, she's going to run, so of course you're going to hand it to her. Right. And, you know, aside from the the counties that I just mentioned, I don't see that happening. No, it's interesting to me. So this, so for everyone's uh, clear and understanding on this, this is Bob Menendez. He is the incumbent senator, has not announced yet whether he is going right. to run again, right. but he's not participating or at least has not been nominated from the floor or anywhere. I don't know how the Democrats do it. I mean, on the Republican side, you've got to file a letter of intent in many of these conventions. Um, but I, I, it doesn't seem that uh, Bob Menendez has done that. So it looks like he's just waiting for the right time to bow out and it'll be Tammy Murphy or Congressman Andy Kim. I think a lot of folks are shocked that Tammy is not walking away with this. Well, I think, you know, the people from the outside looking in are. I don't know that many of, you know, your your insider Democrats are surprised because Phil Murphy's enormously unpopular. That is being transferred to his wife. There's a number of Democrats I've talked to, I mean, real Democrat loyalists that yeah. just thought it was very arrogant and presumptuous. Yeah. Um, on the behalf of the the Murphy power structure, to just assume, yeah, that because she's a Murphy, that they were going to support her. Yeah, so like, they, like they're the Clintons, not, the, the dynasty, right. right? It's it's ridiculous. And I, I I think you know that that rubbed the Democrats the the wrong way um, quite a bit. Now look, he cannot make up enough votes in the South to offset the strongholds in the North that Tammy Murphy already has. 
um, in Bergen. But the endorsements are county chairs. Yes. And that doesn't always mean... Not always. ...you get the county committee. It, uh, that's true. That is, that is true. Like Middlesex is an interesting example. I don't know if the Democrats run it the same way. The Republicans... I, I love Middlesex County because the convention can be wild because if you are a registered Republican... In the allocated area, so each town, each voting district yeah, has a number yeah. of delegates. Um, you pay ten bucks, and you you get a vote. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so so you could. I mean, it, it's a, it's one of the best fundraisers that uh, that the county can have. It's a great idea. I, I don't know that the Democrats do it that way. I don't but, think they do. No. But I think that if Kim wins Middlesex, or if he is even in a place like Morris. He's a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, I, I, I think there was that there was a, a huge amount of just overestimation. Um, yeah, from the Murphy camp, and I, I love the one pollster who basically came out and said, "Look, it's not that they don't know who Tammy Murphy is; they know her. They just don't like her." It's so true. That is, that is well said. Uh, that is well said. She's, um, yeah. The last poll we saw, she was what twelve points down to yeah. Kim. Yeah. Which is significant given the fact that they've been in office now for six years. And Tammy has not been shy about getting her own name out. I mean, they were using taxpayer dollars to promote her on those uh, yeah. last round of yeah. ads before she uh, announced. And then the big thing was they pulled it. I, I don't know that the campaign ever reimbursed the state for the money. But it's interesting to me because I, I think that that you would have an outsider looking in would have said, oh, the Murphys, governor's wife on the speaking circuit, aggressively involved in policy. I mean, what did they spend, $10,000 to put a door yeah. into her office so she had access to the governor's yeah. office? So it's almost like we've had a shadow co-governor for the past six years. I wonder what they're rejecting. Because personally, I've heard, and I don't know her, uh, but there's an arrogance and an elite way about her that she's a little better than you and me. Well, yes, I have heard that same thing, which, you know, ironically... Phil Murphy doesn't have that on a personal basis. Agreed. On a, on a, on I've a, met him a couple times. Yeah, I agree. Standing at the bar, he's kind a of a goofball with him. He, you know, he's, he's a little goofy. Right. Yeah. You know, if if you, but he's friendly. He is incredibly friendly. Yeah. You know, it's and it, it take all the policy and everything out of it, but just as a dude, as a guy. Yeah. You know, standing at a bar. I met him. Do you remember? They don't do it anymore. The uh, the correspondence dinners. Oh yeah, remember that chaos? Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah, was yeah. when I first met Murphy, and, a, yeah. and a, it was uh, I think it was Brendan Gill <laughs> who introduced me, and uh, and he's like, "This is the next governor," and nobody, nobody thought, "Yeah, who's this guy?" And all of a sudden, boom! I yep. mean, it was it was impressive, but I would agree he was personable. Yes, where she is cold as she ice. Is not, yeah, and and it's and and that is um she does not know how to work a room. I mean, I've been at a couple of events where she's been there um and does not know how to work a room. And if you watched not that anybody did, but if you watched that debate that they had, that online debate between yeah. Kim and, yeah. and Murphy, she did not she come did off warm terrible. and friendly and personable and electable. I, I'll at give all. Wildstein credit on that one, though. I mean, I mean that it got a lot of traction after, in part because of how poorly she did. Yeah, well, because that's what anybody who did her about. makeup. She looked hard. I mean, yeah. it was it, you almost you. It was surprising with their money, right? That her lighting wasn't perfect, right? Yeah, I, I mean, right? it, it just it was. 
Yeah, I, it, it, that was hard to watch. It was hard to watch for a number. She of couldn't reasons. answer anything either. Uh, but she had she had no, no answers. It, but uh, no uh, substance. Every, everything they agreed on everything, whether it was gun control or abortion right. or you right. know whatever. Pick your progressive policy. They agreed on everything. Right. But then when it came down to qualifications, that's where Kim wiped the floor with her. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. I, I think if Kim wins, he becomes instantly a heavier favorite than I think Tammy Murphy in a general. Because yeah. there is some Murphy fatigue. I'm not so sure she is their best foot forward. As a, I mean, I would think that a Republican who wins that nomination would rather run against Tammy than Kim. I would say that you're probably right. I mean, as of now, the Republicans haven't put anybody up. No, no. You really, uh, it's very light. I mean, I, I've, I've seen a few, you know, I've met uh, uh, Christine uh, Serrano-Glasner. Mm -hmm. I like her a lot. Uh, Curtis Bashaw, I met him the other day. Yeah. They're probably the two leading candidates. But well, we'll Bashaw's probably, just because of the money, is probably the He's going to, he can self-fund. I mean, yeah. that's, uh, I don't know if he's going to, but he right. can. But he could. All right, 916. Uh, Harry, Joe, Carlo, Danny, I'll get back to talking about delis. Don't worry, I'm still hungry. 916, fast driving instant weather. Nine twenty-three on New Jersey one hundred one point five. Let's jump right back into it. We're talking about Jersey's best delis. We'll start with Joe Carlo in Lacey. What's happening, Bill? How are you today, brother? Joe Carlo, I am doing fantastic. I love Mondays. I'm fresh off a wild weekend of hitting Main Street and a lot of uh, great events over the weekend, and we're right back into it. Busy, busy week ahead. But hey, once in a while, you got to stop for lunch. Where's your go-to? I hear you, brother. On your way out of the office today, make your way over to Titan Falls and go to Jimmy Pesci's Taste of Italy. It's on Sycamore Avenue. I used to work with this guy, and his eating habits were gluttonous, to say the least. But he brought me around the whole state to Jersey Delis, and he would show me all the spots. And out of all the spots that he brought me, Jimmy Pesci's, you could flick the bread. It echoes. You bite into it. It's soft on the inside. I usually get the Mrs. Pesci or the Soprano sub. And it's something with, you know, balsamic, roasted red peppers, chicken cutlet. But everything that they got in this place is phenomenal. Everybody's straight off the boat. It's, a, it's an old town or old world country. Delhi, it's delicious. I love it. I love it. I'm in. Jimmy Pesci's, huh? I love it. You got to check it out. What's the one you get? Tell me about it. The uh, the Soprano? Yeah, the Soprano. I got it pulled up right here. Tell me about it. It has, uh, let's see, the Soprano. Imported Capicola, fresh moots, roasted red peppers, a touch of balsamic. Capicola. Do they get mad when you call it that? Aren't you supposed to say gabagool? Well, I already do. Come on. You know, I just, I just had to rate it off. But it's gabagool. <laughs> there you go. All right, Joe Carlo. I got to jump. Good talking to you. Well, add it to the list, baby. Go to Danny in Old Bridge. Where's your go-to, Danny? Uh, Basil. Uh, Basil. Diesel. Diesel subs. Diesel subs. What do you get there? Oh, man. Uh, everything. There's not one thing that's bad. Um, I go there for breakfast. I go there for lunch. I've been to so many so many places in uh, New Jersey, and uh, I've never met a place uh, that puts more meat and more substance into their subs. I mean, even their breakfast sandwich, it's, uh, eggs, you don't even see the bread. There's so much stuff in there. Um, I'm not big on uh, BLTs, 
but my wife made me get one one day. I'm talking just on the hard roll. There had to be about two pounds of bacon on this thing. Uh, it's insane. I love it. I love a good BLT. My challenge is I don't eat the mayonnaise anymore, so I'm going to need to find a substitute. I'm not so sure yogurt is a good substitute for a BLT. I may just have to break down and no, go with, this, with I, the seed I oil. I no yogurt, yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Hey, look, there's some non-traditional things I've had to adjust with uh, with this no seed oil thing. But all right, diesels it is, Danny. Thank you, man. Have a great rest of your day. All right, uh, Harry, I'll get to you first on the other side of the news with Eric Scott coming up in four minutes. 938 on New Jersey 101.5. I want to thank Parks Casino and Sportsbook for sponsoring New Jersey Chime Time every morning, every hour on the show. All right, Eric, so what's it going to be? We've talked about everything from uh, cheesesteaks to pizza <laughs> to uh, um, chicken pot pie Ooh. to meatloaf. Chicken pot pie. What about that for the chicken that's left over? Oh. I love chicken pot pie. I sent you the photo when I made it. Oh, other, it looks fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, uh, It looks so I, good. I don't think I have any pearl onions. We I do have. it with no bottom crust. I prefer it with no bottom crust. Yeah, because yeah. I don't like the... Yeah. You don't need the extra no. weight, calories, nope. everything. You don't need it. Nope, nope, nope. I um, Oh, I love chicken pot pie. Oh. You put like the frozen peas in at the end? Uh, yes, because we get those amazing frozen peas from, from the farm. farm box. They're fantastic. Yes. Yeah. Just got those. Uh, but Carrots, I also corn. do uh, pearl onions, too. I think Jody's done pearl onions. Yeah. We did... We had a... Uh, I now understand it. It's a cottage pie if okay. it's beef. A yes. shepherd's pie is lamb. Is lamb. Yes. I learned that the other day. Yep. I like both. Oh, I do too. Jody doesn't love lamb. Uh, Sandra Does doesn't Sandra? love lamb. No, she doesn't. But I, and, and that's why <laughs> if I go out somewhere and they have the lollipop lamb chops or... You get it when you're out, right? Genuine shepherd's pie. I get it. I get it all the time. Yeah. They did those... Um, uh, Joel did them at Amalfi's uh, a couple of months ago. I could have eaten a hundred of them. They were so good. Really? I love lollipop lamb chops. I love them too. I love them on the grill. I do. I told you, I do it with a uh, lemon zest, anchovy, garlic, olive oil paste. Mm. It's fantastic. I like the anchovy on that. Yeah. I love I like anchovy. anchovies. I melted the anchovy in the pasta I made last night. Yeah. I, I just melt it the, in like butter yep, and oil. It's one of the simplest yeah. pasta dressings that you can have, and it's so good. I save just a little bit of the pasta water, and then I do like a persiade, and then add in um, a little bit of the oil from What's a persiade, uh, parsley and garlic. Persiade, I like yeah, that. Parsley and garlic. Yep. Um, I added. I did. All right. So I did that last night yep. without knowing what to call it. Now I know <laughs> a persiade. That persiad, is my. Yes. That's it. Every day I'm going to learn a new word. <laughs> but the parsley. Yeah, I, I had uh, flat parsley. I wanted the Italian. The the like the Italian part. It was good though. I mean, yeah. it came out. Great. I just chopped it up, threw it in with the garlic. It's so good, and it goes on. I mean, the the. the that garlic mix will go on anything. And yeah. the little of the anchovy oil from the tin that they were in, you chop that up, yeah. toss that with a pasta, throw you know a quarter cup of the pasta water in with that, I, and boom. I did learn the hard way that anchovies do expire. Yeah. And they the I didn't realize that I took the can. I told you was so pissed about I, I I was an idiot. I was walking from the cabinet across like uh, where the stove is. As I'm opening the tin. Uh, so stupid to begin with. Yeah. Because the oil's going to go, but it popped. Uh, so I guess they start to ferment or yeah, something. Yeah. Literally, And then I looked at the stack that I have in the pantry. I'm like, why is the stack uneven? 
Well, they expired in December, so it's February. But the ones that are not puffed out, I'm going to yeah. use anyway. You should. I mean, but they're you, fine. Basically, you why do they puff out though? What is that? You, well, they ferment. You were starting the process of making Worcestershire sauce. No kidding. Yeah, that's what we're. Maybe sauce I should is. save it's them. Fermented then. anchovies. I don't think it's that. Um, There's got to be some. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Not a good idea. That. Not highly recommended. <laughs> is that it? That's radio host poisoned by uh, you know, Worcestershire sauce gone awry. I mean, Worcestershire sauce. <laughs> yeah, that'll be it. I'll have it'll be my untimely death at some point. Uh, probably at my own doing. With uh, right. Yeah. But the, anyway, the oil, of course, got everywhere. Because yeah. I thought you were going to tell me you cut yourself on the. No, that would have been more predictable. But this was uh, no. I just spread. Yeah, anchovy and oil and uh, around the kitchen. It smells bad. It just it smells bad, and it's hard to get out. Yeah, it's see, gross. That's see, that's why you need a dog. That's why you need a dog. Uh, if, the, if that had happened, Henry I and Holly would have had that cleaned up, lick and split. We we've talked about it. We're so busy now. I don't know how I would fit a dog in, but yeah, I, but yeah. I want to. Right. Like we want a dog, and uh, yo, your two dogs. Forget it. <laughs> and they get into the floor like it's super clean. Oh yeah, their Absolutely. tongues would get all of it. Yeah, no doubt. Yep. God, yeah. Now I, I they, it, all dogs like to have a job. I'm worried. It's Holly, smell. Their job is clean the floor. Clean, clean the, the floor. floor. That's your job. Yep, that's your job. And they don't really do they shed a lot. Oh yes, they shed a lot, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yellow labs. Yeah. No, I, I, usually by the end of the week, I have enough hair to make another dog. We, <laughs> we used to get um, when I had the golden retriever, Fenway. We would we would get her cut really close. Yeah, and it, it cut down on it in the summer, but. That's the challenge because that's a whole other job. Yeah, it is. It is another job, and, and it's we just the reason. And are there any products that work? No. The only thing I can say Gimmicks, is right? You know, we, yeah, it's. It, I mean, we we do brush them and we do brush the undercoat, and you know, we don't bathe them regularly. Holly is Holly got two baths in a weekend because she was out rolling the mud. Um, but we generally, you know, the, does that cause the hair to fall out more? Yeah, when you shower them. Yeah, absolutely. Huh. Yeah, and she loves to be in the shower. She'll jump right <laughs> into the shower. If you're not careful, if you're not paying attention, because she's she's half the size of Henry. I mean, Henry's 110 pounds. And He's she's a big dog, yeah. right? So, but so you don't. She she's bigger than most, but you know she will sneak into the shower behind you if you're not paying attention. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you get a cold nose where you'd rather not have a cold nose, and you really get out of here. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh, dogs, dogs are great. Yeah. All right, guys, so uh, i got to wrap up this conversation about uh, the delis. Uh, I will have it posted. We we came, we came have really came up with a ton of great local places. And as I said earlier, we're going to incorporate, uh, oh, it's up now. Uh, Producer Chris is telling me the South Jersey. Now, listen, don't get mad, but instead of doing all four regions, I just cut a line across Edison, and I said, anything south of Edison is South Jersey. North of Edison, North Jersey. I don't know where we put Edison, though. South? I'm looking for a thumbs up or thumbs down. Which way did Edison go? South. All right. So don't get mad. if you. I know Central, uh, all that. But the reality is I, I wanted to do two posts. So tomorrow I'll have the list of North Jersey. So if you want to hit us up on the New Jersey 101.5 app and plug your favorite deli, if you know the owner or if you are the owner and you want us to highlight your place on our Main Street Saturdays, which will begin in earnest this spring, did the first one this past weekend in Oradell. Uh, we just had a nice weather day. It was cold, but it was beautiful. 
And we're going to, that will begin uh, sometime toward the end of March. So get your business on my Main Street Saturday list. You can just call producer Kristen at 1 800 283 101.5. You can send us a note on the free New Jersey 101.5 app and then uh, check it out as we post articles on New Jersey 101.5 website, uh, nj1015.com slash Bill Spadia. We link to my public schedule, which will include a plug for your small business, billspadia.com slash events. That was a lot. Just go to the website. 946, Fast Traffic Instant Weather Next. Nine fifty three on New Jersey one hundred one point five. I am Bill Spadia. Got to get out of here. Um, I wanted to uh, just make a mention. Tomorrow, I'll have up on the website at nj one hundred one five dot com slash Bill Spadia uh, a just a brief um, comment about my experience with Life Choices Resource Center. As I've said that. Um, you know, we hear an awful lot about choice, right, when it comes to the controversial subject of abortion. And if you listen to these agenda-driven politicians, you'd think that there's only one choice out there when it comes to uh, uh, an unplanned pregnancy. But thankfully, there are other choices, choices that include bringing a baby into the world with full support and help. And that is made possible by the incredible volunteers and staffers at New Jersey Pregnancy Resource Centers. And I've written about this before. We've, uh, my wife Jody and I have gone to four or five of these. You know, I, I did an event. I hosted an event with uh, Kaylee uh, McEnany of Trump's former press secretary. So we've done that. And then yesterday, we were invited in to Life Choices Resource Center. That's lifechoicesrc.com. And it was an incredible and inspirational event. And I want to thank Elaine, Bob, Mona, John, and Christine for inviting Jody and I in. We are going to continue to advocate for you and for women having an informed choice. And yes, these resource centers are helping moms, helping babies, and creating the opportunity for families to grow and survive and thrive. So I am committed 100%. And if I'm ever in a position to talk about, in a very formal way, policy, be sure to know that not only small businesses, but certainly these um, resource centers for pregnant moms and unplanned pregnancies will be top of mind, top of the list. We're going to make it work so that all women across the Garden State feel comfortable and protected. Uh, okay, go to the website, nj1015.com slash Bill Spadia, and I will be back tomorrow, 6 a.m. Don't miss my next podcast, Common Ground. You can get it on through the app, nj1015. Enjoy the rest of your day. See you tomorrow at 6.
Thanks for listening to the Bill Spadia Show On Demand. Don't forget to check out the latest online from Bill Spadia on our free app or nj1015.com. New Jersey 101.5.